99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the cat patrol. Fools that want to make sure my cast is closed. Episode 90, motherfucking 9. Cruising in episode 99 with the sounds of a man who's got more nicknames than I have. Mr. Jay-Z. Jay-Zezzo. Mr. Hov. Hover. Jehovah. What else does Jay-Z get called? Uh, Sean. Sean Carter is his real Mr. name. Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter. Mr. DeCarter. Beyonce. Beyonce. Mr. Beyonce. If I was going to do it French, he'd be called Beyonce. Because he's uh, Beyonce. Uh, I don't know how French works. That's essentially... That's the, that's the takeaway from this. I don't know how the French language works. Nah. Boys and girls, this is the Happy Accident Podcast, episode 99. I am one of your hosts, old franchise. That there's Liam. All right. All right. All right, you All little... Right. You little bastard, you. Mm. Coming at you another Friday. We haven't missed one in a while, have we? Nah. We haven't missed one. Friday's that normal slot. If you're, if you're a regular listener, if you've been in on, on all 99... Jesus Christ, what a journey. What a journey. What a... I can feel, feel excitement. I can feel almost goose pimples coming up with that. We're about to hit 100. We're about to hit 100. And I ain't got a fucking clue what we're going to do, but nah, it should be some nah. sort of celebration. We've been planning this since episode 10. Aye? Well, imagine, imagine, if we, we, imagine when we get to 100, 100 episodes. Imagine when we get to 100. Aye. So I'll tell you what. Before we get into the uh, the normal hashtags, let's start this podcast. Let's have a word with these beautiful bastards here. Lend me your ears for episode 100. We'll spitball some ideas that we've got now. But, pardon me, it's gassy. That's gassy. We'll get into what you're drinking in a minute. But just put a pin in that. Gassy. Uh, if you've got any ideas, what do you want to see from episode 100? I'd like to tell you we'll be able to do our best bits, but the amount of... To fucking colossal technology failures we've had. Um, we're still on a loaner. We're still on a loaner laptop. I still haven't managed to get the the desktop, the first laptop or the Mac fixed. It's the first thing I buy when uh when the internet money comes in. When that good old Tinterweb money's coming. When that in. internet money's coming in, we should probably have a discussion about how that's even possible. Mm. I, mean, I haven't figured that out Don't yet. I really like, care about it much, do nah, I? Fuck it. Fuck it. Either way, you know what I mean? This'll still happen. Money so, or not, this'll still happen. This is what we're in it for. Aye. Episode 100. Episode on the 100. horizon. On the fucking... We're on the cusp. Event horizon. Episode 100. The singularity. When all becomes clear. When all becomes... When all that will be, will be. We've got 99 problems, but a podcast... Right now, we have 99 episodes. And a bitch. Something. Liam, hashtag. What are you drinking? Hashtag. I'm drinking Zig. Zig? Zig? That's it. Mm. It's, it's far different, or it's be your cousin Zag. It's a e- Bel- equally Belgian... As, equally as playful, judging by the, uh, the bottle art. Yeah. Good ball art, actually. Dig it. It's one of the B fifty two ones. So, um, yeah, it's a Belgian blonde, five point two. Uh, not a shout about. No. It's a good beer. It does what it says on the tin. It's Belgian. It's blonde. Blondish. Looks a little bit dark for a blonde. Mm. 
It's a bit sharp. Aye. Sharp on the front taste. Oof. You know, it reminds us of Electric India. The only beer on this... Ho- the uh, 99 episodes, the only beer I haven't been sold on. Electric India. Um, I Still don't mind this it. I think they've renamed it. Or they've brought another thing out that's very similar. It might have been rebranded, I think. I've seen on Insta they still refer to Electric India from time to time, but I, every time I see it. One, I shudder. Uh, two, I think of the advert. Incredible India. Uh, I think you know that, that advert about how no. incredible India is? Oh, the advert to get you there. To get you to India. Ah, incredible you... India. Not a chance. Not, not for me. Not if you had not for me. electric India on tap in me hotel room. I'm, I'm almost certain. Gone. If you were again, if you were to go back through, I'm not eating rice with my fingers. I tell thee, well, neither am I. I don't eat rice with my fingers in this country, <laughs> where hygiene standards are. And this might come across. This isn't even racist. <laughs> Let's start this episode strong. This isn't racist, right? right? Which normally means. The next sentence out of somebody's mouth is going to be racist. Uh, yeah. I'm going to just give some facts here. Hygiene isn't that great in that country. Well, it's not in most, I guess. I think we we excel in the hygiene place. Do you reckon? Cause I think it's we're not their good. fault. It's not, I'm not blaming them. They don't have the infrastructure for exceptional hygiene. Maybe in the five-star hotels and whatnot. I don't, I don't even think it's that good in them, I guess. Like... I don't know. I don't. There's no um, like standard. There's not a standard like there's wash your hands, do uh, this, do that. You need a separate sink for this. You need a separate. Doesn't happen in most places here, but uh, to be fair, I just don't like the idea of wipe your ass with one hand, eat your food with the other. I don't like that idea. <laughs> I feel like that is just a myth. Question everything, but I don't know. I think I've seen it. I've seen a little video of it, of a man doing a little poop and then washing his fingers in a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it? No, no. There's this delivery guy, he pulls up in a bottle in, and there's obviously like a couple of lads watching it on the CCTV thing. This guy's just looking around, left and right, left and right, pulls his pants down, just squeezes out a little shit. <laughs> like, not a little shit, he's got the shit. He's got the absolute India shit. Aye. And he <laughs> just... He obviously wipes it with his hand, because he's got nothing with him. Yeah. And then he goes over to a puddle and, like, sort of... Splashes about. <laughs> Playfully splashes about. <laughs> Do you know when you're at the beach and you've got like sand, sand in your hands uh, and you go get it off? He does that. He like a little pitty 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 pitty. He does like, that in a dirty puddle where he's shitty with his shitty hands. See, <laughs> now uh, I don't doubt. I don't doubt that happens in this country. I've seen oh, a video very yeah. similar to that recently, where it's again it's CCTV, and it's a woman round the back of some sort of. It's like a loading area for a shop. Uh, so like it's got like the loading dock. Aye. She's round the back and she's shifty as out and she's like looking and she's behind a bin, and she whips like a cowies down, <laughs> she cowies herself, <laughs> and then like I've never seen anybody take a shit this way. Like if you're gonna shit, like I'd imagine you sit down on the toilet or you pop a full squat. She goes right angle at the hips, <laughs> like, <laughs> so her legs are straight, and then probably like right angle at the hips. So she's like. Two parts of a triangle, right? 
And then, like, she's just there for a while. <laughs> and then, like, I'm thinking, what's she doing? And she must be taking that couple of settings. You know, when you build up the pressure, when you're about to give it your all, when you're about to bite down and give it hell. So you when give you're it like. Like, like when you're in shit, when you're in poo labour. <laughs> you're in poo labour, the fucking... The poo contractions is strong, and you're like, right, there's one coming. There's one coming. The contractions is every 20 seconds. So you give it the old... And there's like... Get on, son! Like that moment where you... You push everything down through your arsehole. Like the... <laughs> <laughs> Everything you've got. We haven't even got the second hashtag no. we're drinking yet. <laughs> we haven't. And then she just literally just ejects shit, like like you'd overpumped a cheap super sorter that was unbranded that you got from the pound shop. You've overpumped it and then you pull it and then it's one mighty bush and then it dies straight away because it's a shit super sorter. It's like that's just a violent shit straight out of our isosceles triangle shaped <laughs> body and I'm like that happens in this country so I don't doubt people get caught short I once remember being a child <laughs> here we go here we go I once remember being a child and hearing people t- and now I will say this about being a child there's a curiosity that comes with being a child there's something like I wonder what that is and me, maybe I was an odd child I don't know but I remember yes. being in school. You were. I was. I was I a very was odd child. You were there. You saw it. I was an odd child. Arguably, bit of an odd adult. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Potato, tomato, whatever. <laughs> so, I remember being in school one day. And, you know, sometimes in school you'd get just a topic. And that topic would last all day. And it was all anybody talked about. And then all of a sudden it was gone. Nobody talked about yeah. it anymore. It was just the topic. That was the thing. And because in your silly little life, nothing had happened yet other than school. You you didn't have to feed, clothe, generally look after yourself. All you had to go on was school and playing out after school. That was it. You didn't even think about playing out until... Nah. Like, you never, you never thought ahead of anything. Nah. You, you were just there in the moment you were like with tiny, most things. Tiny little dogs, essentially, like, just living in the moment. The world revolved around your moment of being... That was weird. Aye. Because you had no point of reference, whatever that topic was, uh, that was all-encompassing. Uh-huh. That was everything in your life that day, because everyone was talking about it. And the topic that day was wildies. Wildies. Somebody was talking about wildies. And then everything throughout the whole day was all just about wildies. And then, I mean, if you were to look up what a wildie was, if you're not from God's country... The, the northeast of England. A wildie is just when you take a shit outside. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what That's a wildie is. Somebody had told a story about how they were in the woods on the bikes and they needed a shit so they had to have a wildie. And that was it. Everybody just talked about wildies all day. And I went home that day and I was like, I've never had a wildie. You wanted one. I wanted to experience oh the wildie. God. So what I did was... Odd child. Took myself off outside, <laughs> didn't I? Took myself off, didn't knock on for anybody, just shiftily made me way down the street, and then where I lived, like, there was a housing estate, but the housing estate was surrounded by fields. There's the big hill, and then there's the other big hill, there was the sand hill, there was tit hill, and between the betwixt the two, there was just fields and bushes. And I thought, well... 
perfect opportunity. I'm having a wild year. Like. I'm moving around. <laughs> I'm coming out of this house where there's a perfectly nice toilet <laughs> to get in the field. Exactly. There was a perfectly good toilet right there. I was literally, even with if I had the violent shits, I could have been, I, I was I was close enough. The spot in which I had the wildy was so close to my house, my actual house, that even if I had the shits, I could have made it home. <laughs> like, I just went in this bush. You could have watched yourself out of your bedroom right? window. Somebody p- possibly did. Somebody in their house was like upstairs, like a full adult, dude, like adult and stuff, and they were folding, like, clean laundry, and they just glanced out the window and they're like, oh, there's that weird little kid who lives up the street. What? What? What the fucking hell's he doing? <laughs> Why is, is he, he shaped a... like a triangle? Is he on a shit? Is he an isosceles triangle? Having a... Is he on a shit? Just had a wildie in the middle of a bush. Just, <laughs> just... <laughs> just for the experience. Just I to say I'd done it. That. Just as like some weird childhood bucket list. Have a shit outside. Oh. Check. Did it? Weird. Weird. Strange creature. I mean... Why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, you know what I mean? At, in that moment, I was one with the outdoors. Obviously, didn't take into account draws around your ankles and then you pop a squat. I didn't take into account any dick manipulation. So, so I pissed straight into me. <laughs> straight into the well I'd made of, like, you know, that well around your ankles of cloth. Uh, I just pissed straight into there. I thought, well... Well, these wildies are overrated. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, um, I wish when they were talking about. Dresses. I wish when they were talking about wilders in school, somebody had mentioned pushing your dick back through your legs. Life hacks. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was YouTube videos on out of wildie probably. I wish I'd, I wish I'd looked this up on Reddit before. <laughs> what? Not ten things to do if you're gonna have a wildie. <laughs> oh, I will never be forgiven by. Uh, Mr. Carl William Hansen. Felt the funny man appeared on uh, the Shed episode way back when. Uh-huh. Uh, I, apparently, I don't remember it. I remember the afterthought mm-hmm. because we talked about it quite a lot. It still gets reference to this day. This one you're about to talk about. But I can't, like, I can't remember. Apparently, we were out. He mm-hmm. he lived a, quite a way away. It was mm-hmm. a good mile and a bit away. Mm-hmm. Um, from where we were and I wouldn't lend him me bike so he could go to, go home for a shit Aye. and uh, yeah I have a wildie and wipe his ass with a fucking dock leaf he w- wiped his actual ass with a dock leaf yeah full wildie I mean I don't know who's worse <laughs> we just stood around and watched I will uh, I don't know where I was but you were on your bike? I was sitting there on my bike watching him. On your bike? Just like, I'm not lending no, you this bike. My mum said I'm not allowed anybody on my nah, bike. Anybody's no. getting on this bike. Maybe. I've just had this uh, I've just had these six stunt pegs <laughs> installed on me uh, on my back tire like Well you it? really need your shit, you might as well just get on the trees now. <laughs> Do you want us to get you a walk as crisps bar? <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying is there's some perfectly good methods of transport to get you home for a shit and get you back within ten minutes. Nah, 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 nah. That's a bush there. My master, I'm not allowed to lend you my bike. That's funnier if you're yeah, <laughs> shit in the woods. It might be in a podcast in about 20 years' time where I'll get to talk about this. Oh, I remember that uh, day. I'll remember... I can't remember remember saying no, but... Um, I'd, yeah. I, I've, I've got recollection of the day. I mean, I wish I could take it back. 
and London me bike, but however, would just not have been as funny. No, it wouldn't have been. The nickname, Greenish Eye. Greenish Eye was not a... It was around about the same time the film Golden Eye was out. Mm-hmm. So the song by Tina Turner, Golden Eye, quickly became... Greenish Eye, I found your weakness. <laughs> <laughs> Good times, funny times. Uh, hashtag what am I drinking well, what's that beverage you got I've gone in on another box car uh, for another B of 52 just plowing me way through them B of 52s just a cheeky shout out there remember if you do want a free box of beer there is caveats if you want a free box of beer let us know I'll get you 8 free beers from a company B of 52 uh, like I said on the last episode there is caveats you do have to give them bank details so if you don't cancel a subscription you will get charged and you will receive another box of beer but the first box of beer is on us. If you want it, let us know on Twitter at Happy Accident PC, at the Facebook page, the Happy Accident Podcast, Instagram. If that tickles your fancy, drop us an instant message on Instagram. Uh, we will sort you out with a free case of beer. I've gone in on Boxcar. So this uh, this Boxcar El Dorado and Citra IPA. It's another Good. one in collaboration with Beer 52. Um, Let's see what it says about it on the on the bottle first, Good and then label. I'll give you my breakdown of it. Boxcar and Beer Fifty Two presents a series of beers designed by Boxcar head brewer and brewed in Brewers Anders, Belgium. Doesn't really give it any sort of blurb at all, other than what's in it, like the kind of hops, the kind of malts, the kind of yeasts. Didn't realise there was that many different kinds of all of those three things. Yeah, I had a weird dream the other day that I got a beer from a bar. And they'd like they'd put loads of uh, hops in it. Don't know why I th- I was just it's actual just hops actual in eye, it. and I had to like fish them out. Drink just it, like, put them on the side before I had a drink, <laughs> and there was like, like bits of hops in my mouth. You know when you get there like a drink with ice, but it's crushed ice, and then you've got to do that weird thing where like you bite your teeth on the glass uh, to have a drink to stop the shards of ice skittling down your throat. I don't know what I was dreaming. I've had some weird dreams lately. Not very often I remember them, but um, did I tell you about the one where I was eating a sandwich? No, not oh, not. I was I was one. I you, was you I, were one. I was one with the sandwich. Oh, I thought you meant like I was one years old. No, I was actually <laughs> one. Do you know them? The trippy, like sort of hallucinogenic images. Aye, where everything sort of moving and almost kaleidoscopic yes but you can make out the image but you're not quite sure where and what it is Mm -hmm. I was eating the sandwich and I was one with the sandwich I was in there I thought I was in there you had a connection and then I woke up and I thought oh fuck no that's me alarm oh (laughs) shit oh shit that's me dog climbing (laughs) on me leg pissing on me trainers (laughs) (laughs) So I, uh, that was a strange dream. Strange one, eh? One with a sandwich. One with a sandwich. What kind of sandwich was it? I don't know. Um, could have been anything. Could have been any Cheese. old combination. Cutting cut a triangle, it was. I tell you that. Triangle sandwich. Oh, I. Like a good uh, sandwich selection. Like corners. You know, like when you get uh, when you go to a christening or something like that. Nah, if you've got to prepare, and you're like, oh, you. do I? Do I pay the person who works in the social club to make a Tresani's or do I go down M&S or Sainsbury's 
and get that M&S. Good... Oh, no one's ever said that. No. I... Do I go to M&S and get three of Sony's? No. Nah. Depends what kind of level of Sony you want, don't it? If you want that well, level of Sony where people... Either way, I'm not going to eat it. There's levels of Sony right, where you've had a christening, you've been to church, you've you've sat through the indoctrination. The right? Jesus speak. You've sat through the Jesus bit. If you've been to a christening in my family, you've seen me do a turn. Just stand there. I'm, yeah. I'd, I'd have been a godfather, that's for sure. I'd have been standing up there, a sharp-dressed man, trying to just soak all that attention in. <laughs> Waiting for a waiting for a moment for a snappy one liner. Just waiting for it. That's me done and now for the bit. <laughs> okay, if we can just wrap up this Jesus stuff now. <laughs> and then you go off to a social club or goals. You know, goals that's attached to the uh, the Sunderland Bead College. Goals. It's like a little centre where you go and play they've got loads of five aside courts, but they also rent the space out for functions. If you're interested, get in touch with <laughs> Sponsored by Goals. If you're interested, get in touch with uh, Pete at Goals. It's the old franchise, son, yeah. <laughs> You'll get zero discount. He'll ask who franchise is. <laughs> Nobody by Pete works there. <laughs> so you go to Goals and you stand there and then they're like, right, the buffet's open if anyone wants to eat. And you're like, oh, I'll have a bit of bait. Let's see what's on at the bait. And you go in and there's, there's different kinds of Sonys. You're going to go in and you're going to get, oh, they've made this Sony here. Like, nah, the bread. Squashed. When the triangle's like limp. It's a, a limp it's on a one limp side. triangle. There's a solitary... You can see there's been a cut and the cut has like sort of moulded the bread. And aye, it's like, aye. it's curved. It's like, it's like, it's bread made with only half the ingredients you need to make bread. Aye. You know, it just passes as bread. Just... <laughs> It's just say bread. You don't quite know what it is, but it's bread enough to it's be bread. <laughs> it's, it's definitely white. It's got stuff in the middle. It looks like somebody... Could be cake. Could be like steak of a cake. <laughs> it looks like somebody's drew bread. <laughs> so then you get that kind of sony, and the fillings in them are weak. Weak fillings. Oh, it's the economy wafer thin ham. I'm not a fan. I, I mean... Nah. They put that weird spread on. There's like, there's beef there's, paste. There's onions in everything. Oh, They're man. just onion sarnies. <laughs> That's what I see at christenings. Onion, onion sarnies. Absolute oh, onion sarnies. That weird cheese. What what's it called? Cheese fucking savoury or cheese savoury. Well, I don't I don't even know what what savoury. What cheese, is it? Cheese savoury is uh, cheese, mayonnaise, and onions. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's essentially it. It's a cheese. It's a normal cheese and mayonnaise sandwich. Or because you're a Christmas. Who has a fucking cheese and mayonnaise sandwich for fuck's sake? Sort your effing lives out. Stick, honestly, if you're eating cheese and mayonnaise sardines. You need to expand your palate. <laughs> That's <laughs> pathetic. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, uh, I'm partial to a cheese sandwich. Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. There's a time and a place for a cheese savory, That's all I'm saying. Well, like. Do something else. <laughs> Just have cheese. <laughs> Eat anything else. Anything else, bro. Oh, you know what's gonna make this cheese sandwich even shit if I just pour mayonnaise all over mayonnaise it. Mayonnaise and stick some onions in it. Ugh. So that's the level. If it's you're really at. fancy, they're just gonna they're gonna put cress in it. Oh, better cress. Better cress. cress. Oh, good God. primary school oh, cress. Like cress, and I'm like, did somebody grow this in a tight? <laughs> 
and somebody grows. Was this supposed to be the hair of a potato-shaped head made out of compost and some tights? <laughs> I've never seen Cress. That is Cress's natural state. Cress doesn't exist. Just grows out of, like, Cress Bob Spears or whatever he's called. Oh, man. It's like... When you're in primary school, you don't even think about it, but like, where do you, you keep buy crest? You keep in the crest economy going, that's all they're doing. <laughs> they get primary school kids, right? It's all a ruse. They get them in, it's like, right, it's crest season, right now, right? Kids, today we're going to do something really fun. We're going to take a pair of your Mars tights, stuff it with cotton wool, <laughs> like, grow crest. Put some crest seeds in it, and we're going to make funny shapes out of them and grow crest on the windowsill. And then everyone grows a plethora of cress heads. And then all of a sudden, all the cress heads are gone, but nobody cares because it's cress. They're all in fucking sandwiches and and buffets across the world. Cheese, savoury fucking sarnies the world over. And everybody forgets about the cress because they're like, right, it's time to harvest the cress heads. Let's bring the guinea pigs in just to distract them. So then on one day when everyone's like, oh, look how good the cress heads are doing. Then the teacher's like, children... Say hello to your new class guinea pig. And I was like, fuck cress heads. This thing's alive. And then nobody cares. And then no. they just, they just siphon off the cress. And now, now you're six and it's your sats. Get, get revised, you little <laughs> bastards. You can fucking... Well, you, you think you're going to have fun when you're a child. You've you, got no chance. Well, you think there's going to be some cress questions on your fucking your key stage threes? Fuck get off. a grip. Get you a grip. Little, you little morons. What's a square root of 74. <laughs> <laughs> if Rajit and Bangita are on two different trains heading at each other, one of them at 50 mile an hour, the other at 37 mile an hour, and it's 12 o'clock, what time are they going to smash into each other? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, Nobody's asking where the crest went. That's nah. the important thing here. I don't even know the fuck we've got on that. Oh, the good buffies. Hashtag, what are you drinking? That's how we've gone to that one. That beer's quite nice, actually. We'll just get that out of the way. The beer, uh, the boxcar one, the old Eldorado and Citra IPA. It's a... Uh, it looks Citra. It's got an orange, mango-y... It's not Citra. Tinge. I'm not getting a lot of the Citra hit in that. I'm not getting a... No, I'm what, getting a kind of hefty... Oh, what marks me down? What, what I mark beers down on? When they say something and you drink it and it's not that. Aye. If they'd have said pretty standard fucking IPA, 5.1% of two, you'll get a buzz. Aye. Yeah, mint. You've done what you says on the tin. If you start talking about zigging and zagging and uh, fucking yeasty Belgian clovery notes with fruity flares, nah. You're not getting any of that. Not a single flare. Not a single Fruit flare. Or otherwise. Nah. Just just get them fucking hops in. Okay. Get them hops in that bottle and just ship it my way. The other thing, hops look a lot like weed, also. Yeah. And what else do they look like? Acorns. That's not an acorn, that's a pine corn. Pine corn? What does an acorn look like? Not like that. Looks like a little bell end. Does it like a little bell end? It looks like a tiny bell end. Everybody says acorns and pine cones are the same, but they're just like. Loads of them not. One's a pine cone. Nah, one t- doesn't look like it's got a tiny bell end. The other one looks I think very much like it's predominantly bell end. My nephew, a two year old, taught me that. Aye? 
It's like, oh, look at that. He's ready. He's ready for his fucking key stage three. That's a pine cone. That's a pine cone. Uh, all right. You fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, God. Do you see a bell end on here, Uncle Liam? He no. Proves me wrong all the time. That's, a, a that's good, though. That's good. That's a, that's a reflection of the improvements of the education system. That is a, a millennial, an elder millennial, but a millennial nonetheless. I believe our education system failed us. Sucked ass. It failed us big time. We have there's never been a, a bigger. Although there might have been. Right, I'm just gonna put this out there. There might have been, but the generation before us, Gen Y, they were brought up by parents who went through the war. Do you know what I mean? Like, really? How old are you? I'm 34 now. So, like my mom and dad, their parents. Oh yeah, yeah, were in yeah, the yeah. war. Like yeah. as kids or young adults that went through the war. Like, me granddad was in the war. My granddad had a bullet wound in his leg off the war. Old granddad franchise. Got a ward right got in the leg. actual war wound, right? Bullet wound in the leg. Uh, although, the, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's just a story. Right, you just slipped in the garden. Probably just like a garden, like a, a general gardening wound. But they told us it was a bullet wound when I was a kid. And I never questioned it. The man who will tout question everything never questioned whether or not granddad franchise actually had a war bullet wound in his leg. Uh, I don't know, he spent a good chunk of the war locked up. <laughs> Old Grandar franchise. Jail time. That's why I love Grandar franchise. Do you know why I got locked up, though? This is why, like, I've got massive respect for him. Yes, you're in wartime, and then people say, like, if you just look at it uh, as a surface thing, oh, he got locked up during the war, like, oh, should have been out there fighting for country. He was out there fighting for his country, uh, and there was a sergeant in his unit and he was a fucking arsehole but my granddad came from like a hard family so he was used to that kind of bants you know what I mean nobody could push him around he was a mm-hmm. hard case him and his like 59 brothers they were all fucking hard cases and they went off to the war fighting in the war and this unit he was in obviously there was lads there like me like I couldn't handle a war like I'm not built for that shit you know what I mean I'm an entertainer I'm a raconteur I'm not <laughs> out there to kill a man <laughs> I'm not built for that have you seen the like the get bogs and swamps that get in in wars? <laughs> the dirt that gets on them. I wouldn't have that. There's blood and spit and that in there. But uh, this little lad had just lost his shit. Like he just fucking had a mental breakdown, and the the get sergeant bloke was just essentially bullying him. And for whatever reason, he was just being a general cunt. But he was in war, so f- for him it might have been like, get your act together. You're gonna get one of us killed. Yeah. But like. That's not what he was... He was just coming across as a general arsehole. And my granddad said to him, Right, that's enough. That's enough. The lad's a mess. That's enough. He's broke. I can say it. We can all say it. You can't fix that by shouting at it. That's enough. And the bloke was like... Fucking the sergeant or whatever. Start telling my granddad, You fucking set your little to me, son. You end up in the bricks. And my granddad was like... Oh, is that how it is? Is it? Oh, wallop. Knocked him clean out. And ended up getting locked up. And in the... Uh, in the brig. For the... Chipped, like some of the war. the old... Uh... Fucking Chucked in the old military prison, prison knife and Ugh. knocking his fucking sergeant clean out. But that, that I've got respect for that. He stood up for somebody. Even in times of war, he stood up for a man who was broken in the face of war. Very good. Very good. Question good story. Que- do you know what I mean? Ask questions of your grandparents. If you're still lucky enough to have them, ask questions of them. Question, yeah, get some stories out of them. Because however got... much we think we're raconteurs, we've lived through nothing. No, no. Nothing. We've had nothing so kind. I'd love to have a conversation with like my grandparents. I've never really had that many around, so 
like when people have got them now, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Just just talk to them and see what it is and see what the family's about and weird shit like that. Right. Like while my granddaughter was in the war, my nana was in Coventry making tanks. Nice. Like what the fuck? Like me nana just knocking shit out with some welds. Welding up. So not like me nana was a fucking she was an imposing woman. Her like she was the like dictionary fucking definition of a matriarch. Like she was a she she fucking steered the ship. You know what I mean? A strong woman, strong woman. Right, but both gone now. All them stories. And this is the thing I wanted to do. When my granddaughter passed, because it was only like last year, year before, when he passed, and you get that time where all the family spends time together, and you you just relive the moments and the memories, and talk about what they got up to, like me dad and his three sisters, and their fellas, because they've obviously been together for yeah. years, they would tell stories about what it was like back in the eighties, and how all the houses were connected. Yeah. And, like my grandma used to like my grandma, me me nana used to like run the books. She used to run the books like. Little lottery before the lottery was there. Yeah. But all the houses, because they were connected, they tunneled like in the fire. They tunneled through into other houses, so they used to pass money backwards and forwards through Holy all the houses around the books. And I wanted, I thought it would be fucking class, to write a screenplay based on just on what the stories that they were telling. Write like a, a screenplay for a, a series, very much Peaky Blinders esque, but more comedy. Because I can't, I'd, I'd try and crowbar comedy into anything. Funerals and that, you know what I mean? <laughs> comedy gold, that shit. Aye, but like that. I mean, that life. Barry Chuckle got fucking buried a day. That's, that to, that's that hilarious. And to me, <laughs> just Paul Chuckle standing over just a grave. To me, to me, <laughs> to me. Oh God, love of me! Yeah, the chuck- the chuckles got me through my childhood. Oh, like. class banter and lived a life, lived Absolutely. an absolute lived life. life. Just fucking killing that chuckle, brother. Are you telling Image. me? Are you telling me the fucking chuckles didn't spit roast their fair share oh. with them noses just hoovering up that Columbia so marching powder off some prostitute's back end? Aye, definitely unbelievable. Barry, you got some white powder in your tash there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> And thankfully, never, never even frightened by you tree. Nah, that's what I like yet. to see. Just wait till they're digging them up for not evidence. <laughs> digging them up for digging here. No, not like this. But I, but I was gonna write like a, I wanted to write a screenplay just based on the stories they were telling. Like you could, you could mesh a series together. But I struggled finding the narrative that went through it. I'd wanted to have one. One like overriding of, uh, narrative uh, and everything uh, happening around it, but I thought I didn't want it to just be like fucking EastEnders, but set in the fucking forties or fifties, whenever it was. It's a tough one. It's a tough one because we we haven't lived in it. We haven't we haven't lived in it, but like there's still people alive now who who have uh-huh. heard the stories, who can recant the stories, who can tell you, oh, I will. This is what they used to say. They said this. They said that. Like and I tell you what inspired it was uh, Jeremy Grandar's last days when I was visiting him in the home. He had a picture of him and a lot of it, like three of his brothers, and they were they were brought up on the East End, right? Like which now was just not a nice place to live. But back in the day, that was like you were from the East End, like Jesus, like 
that was the place to be. Do you know what I mean? Now it's where it all was the... the only place. Like it was like kind of the start of the city. It I was, guess. I. It was like where the it's like now it's where the criminals and the ne'er do wells live. <laughs> like back then, the East End was the place to be. Look at that picture. That's me, granddad, and three of his brothers. So that just doesn't fucking ooze. Just fucking that's just cool. Class, fuck, like suited, cool. suited and booted, always, always suited. Flower in the lapel. A little cigarette in one of their hands. All just, of them have got uh, a tab in their hand. Suited, nice. Fucking, that was like cool, that was the cool. thing that inspired it, and then all the stories came out, and I thought, could that be it? Is that what I'm meant to do? I'm meant to write screenplays, but then I realised I've never written a screenplay in my life. <laughs> can't Bad even, dream. can't even figure out a narrative. Still on the back burner, like I'd still like to do it. Do it. Do you reckon? Fucking do it. I'd have to sit down with a fam. I'd have to sit down and go look. I'm just gonna record all these conversations, but I need you to tell stories or like. Back in the day, like when me and Nana was like running the books and that, and like what used to happen and what they used to get up there, and it was just a different time. Like things that we can't, you can't even fucking like empathize with. What was normal for them was just so abnormal for us, it's just unheard of. But it's gonna be the same when we get older, Mm -hmm. like not having phones, not like I don't know. Not everyone drove, not everyone, I don't know, like, I don't know, just weird things. No. You had, like, five channels on your telly. Some, some people just couldn't live like that now. They wouldn't know what to do. Do you not think that's why we're in a fucking awkward position? Because we're stuck between two generations. We are, like, definitely. And it's you're neither one you're neither nor one the other. other. And it's... I've said this in in this conversation before. I've said this. It's like we get we are getting absolutely fucking spit roasted by two different generations. You've got the Gen Y behind us, just slamming it. Didn't even spit on it. Just slamming it straight in your asshole. And you're like, no, not like this, no. And then just when you think there's some respite and you're gonna just climb off, then there's just this fucking groomed millennial dick that's been in fifty nine different women by the time he's twelve. And as you shoved right in the back of your throat, and you're just gagging on this millennial dick while there's a Gen Y fucking you from behind. Just a total grey area. You can never be right or wrong. It's like, yeah. Ah. We're kind of old school, new. Aye! We were the start of the new school. Like, we were there Stupid. when there was only five channels. We were there when Sky became a thing. And we were there when the internet wasn't there. Uh-huh. And now. Like, it's everywhere and people are gonna talk about like I don't know what what, it's gonna be weird in the future it's gonna be really fucking bizarre anyway I'll be dead by then so Mm. either way what would you like to see in the future aye what would you like to see in your lifetime Um, let's say you live a long healthy life which I do wish I wish upon you just let that be known I wish upon you a long and healthy life. Oh, no. I couldn't think, <laughs> could, couldn't think of nothing worse than a long life. I just wanted to... Just a happy one. Just, just a regular one, and then just end. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want any of the struggling malarkey. I didn't no. want to be like, oh... Yeah, I'm, I'll be method man, and I'll just exit. <laughs> I just want to exit one day. Bye. Just in the middle of a conversation. And scene. Gone. Done. That's it. Switched off. 
Turn the lights out. Um, I don't know. I, what I would like to see in the future, like I want to see people cope better mentally. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see schools and stuff and younger people like sort of appreciating and getting more in touch with like some sort of weird spiritual side so uh-huh. so that can cope better with later in life because I uh-huh. think you it's it's so tough to to sort of explain it to someone who's so young but I need I would like them to uh-huh. to get into that teaching like sort of meditation uh-huh. in primary school and yeah. being outdoors and like the feelings you get and why you get them and how to process how to process it because it's not always going to be there because it's going to be bombarded with so much absolute nonsense and boundaries and like sort of and freedom in a way it's like it's so complicated and it's hard for for tiny minds to it's hard for us to process it as adults so children the fucked from day one, I think. Aye. You get you get an iPad when you're fucking what two, three. And you've Aye. got the internet at, at your fingertips. You've got the whole world. You've got the encyclopedia of everything. Where we had in Carter, <laughs> in Carter ninety five. And I just think it's hard. So, uh, in the future, I would like to see people cope better mentally. Alright. I'd, I'd like to see people going in on themselves instead of going out. That's absolutely beautiful, man. It's deep. That's really deep. Really deep. Really deep. I want to see the uh, the microwave off the fifth element. <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe it or not. I want to see a three-tier girl. <laughs> I want to ride a Johnny Cab on Mars. <laughs> no, no, I just want to be able to come in from work after a hard shift at the... Uh, plant that builds cyborgs that take all the you, human jobs you hover oh no car. go home and we hover car that drives itself and then just walk the dodge oh, I'm fucking starving I fancy a full chicken dinner I guess a little <laughs> plate and I put three drops on it out of this fucking unknown pipette and then just put it in the microwave press a button and then a full chicken dinner comes out Lilo Dallas multi-pass <laughs> <laughs> no like that was so fucking deep for me there. That was a, uh, that was a beautiful, that was a beautiful five minutes. Yeah, fuck that. No, you need you need more you need more credit than you'll get for that. Um, I do. I agree with you wholeheartedly. That and now we're starting to see it because, like we've said on this podcast so many times, depression has never been higher in in in, in young people as it is now. And that's us. That's us. That's us struggling with the birth of the new world. The people that were born in the new world and these kids, like I've got a niece and a nephew. I've got a two and a half year old niece who can fully work an iPad now, by the way. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Fully work a fucking iPad. Like, if I ring my sister, it just hangs up. I'm like, well, that's rude. So I ring her back and it hangs up. And then I ring her back, she'll answer and she'll say, oh, so's. Like the band had the phone, she she was watching Peter Pig on YouTube, and I kept ringing her, and she's like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> <laughs> watching Peter Pig, fuck off, she'll tell you later. <laughs> so like, that's terrifying, terrifying to me. Although I think when I was her age, 
although I couldn't fully work an iPad, I would get myself out of bed. I wouldn't hassle my mum and dad. I'd get myself out of bed. Yeah. I'd go into the front room. I knew how to turn the telly on. Yeah. I knew how to get me Thomas the Tank Engine video. Baller, by the way. OG Thomas, not this new shit. Ringo Starr. Ringo. You know what I mean? I don't know if he still does it, but like OG oh. Thomas. I think he had, he had a hit with some band or something and then he Summit. jacked it in. Ah, he gave up after one. One hit wonder. Wonder, where, he, wonder what he's doing now. Probably just sitting back living on that... Uh, just waiting for you tree to come knocking at his door. Just snorting coke off a four-year-old waiting for you tree to knock on the door with all that good Thomas the Tank money. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I used to go downstairs, put me, me Thomas in the Ferguson video store. It was a top-loading VHS machine. For all you youth out there, if you're unaware, if you were born after the, the dawn, the, the heyday of the VHS. If you didn't watch Gremlins on video, you got no, you nah. got no idea with this conversation. Nah, you don't know what you're talking about. If you didn't tape Howard the Duck off the telly. If you didn't watch Mighty Ducks on a Sunday and then oh, try and record it. Oh, if you didn't get VHSs that had, like, your sister's first Holy Communion on it and then you just sellotaped over that little tab and then recorded Indiana <laughs> Jones over the top. <laughs> Years later when some family wants to reminisce about when she, the, the youngest daughter was indoctrinated fully you put it on to find Indiana Jones battling that man who takes your heart out. Whatever he used to fucking chant when he was Everyone's sitting around watching a nice little wedding and it cuts to like Wrestlemania 98 <laughs> <laughs> Wrestlemania 4 Hulk Hogan running wild dropping leg fucking drops Brett hit my heart just fucking standing <laughs> on the top of the cage it wasn't even cages it was just Not- a fucking four post of bed <laughs> good times good days but like ah, that's the reason though like that's the reason there's such depression in, in youth now because it's such a rapidly changing world. Any tips. They've got knee tips. It's a rapidly changing world. There's not. There's too much. There's too much stimulation. There's too much pressure to be something. So much. And Watch it's, it. It's leading somewhere bad, like. Oh, it is. I was just gonna switch it up a bit. And switch it. Hashtag what's um what's ailing you? Oh. Have you got out ill in you this week? Summit's been ill in me, chronic. <laughs> chronic. I'm having back issues, aren't I? Oh, really? Lower back issues that I suspect is more sciatic, sciatic nerve than it is muscular. Well, I've got a hint of that old sciatica, I think, you know as that well. Fucking, you know that good sciatica where it's, you've got that horrible griping pain in the bottom of your back and then before you know it there's just a shooting pain I, straight down your leg mine's like a sharp stubbiness you can't get it you can't rub it out you can't it's not muscular you can't like you know if you get a muscle cramp so you massage that that thigh oh I've got a bloody cramp in me quadricep and you just you just get your thumbs and it hurts, in but and it, it kind of eases a bit in it, I, and you rub that pain out no not, there's no such relief when it's your sciatic nerves being nipped through years of horrific posture and sitting at a desk for eight hours a day and then that nerve just gets mangled just gets nipped and contorted and the only way I've found I can do it 
is if is it, I'm gonna I'll stand up and I'll show you I'll show you this is very visual for the podcast listeners so I'm just gonna describe it while I do it so like you gotta get your hand like like a blade like s- straight fingers like you're gonna do a karate chop. like you're gonna do a karate chop but then just go straight in your arse cheek not <laughs> not like in between your arse cheeks into your actual arse cheek and then you gotta do some like rooting around in there eventually you'll hit a spot where it's like oh it relieves the pressure on the nerve because you you're manipulating that that cheek but then depending where you do that you run the risk if somebody's in front of you it looks like you're just fingering yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or pulling a massive wedge out or digging a wedge in just putting one in there for later (laughs) just like now that I haven't had a a good wedge you know what I haven't had today? I haven't had the material of my boxer shorts, cheese like a cheese wire on my arsehole. Just nip it in there. <laughs> so I'm just going to cram this. Just <laughs> cram the rest of these Calvins <laughs> right up in my arsehole. Just. I'm going to get these next finest and I'm just going to hoof them straight up my arsehole. All the way in. Second knuckle deep. <laughs> Lose a ring. That's what's been healing me. Back issues. 34-year-old struggling with chronic back issues now. It's been going on for bloody weeks. Ugh. Well, bloody weeks. I don't know what to suggest. Stretches? Stretches. Yoga, I think. Stop getting old. I think, well, I mean, I'm young at heart. I think that's what's important. I'm, uh, well, you want to hope so, because they'll start clogging up soon and all. We're gonna we're, we're right in that fucking danger zone. We've essentially jumped into a dangerous demographic. I feel like... Overnight. You, you're kind of just you're young and then you're old and then you're not anymore there's no like sort of middle uh, ground this should be the middle ground for us I, and it's not nah. it's just old yeah, we're officially all the things that you hear old people moan about and you're like god I'm gonna hate it when I get to that age and I've got all these niggles these body niggles and you think it's gonna come a lot later than it actually does there's a thing my dad would say he was like oh didn't get old Oh, dinner get old, son. Dinner get old. Like if he's got uh, an ache or a pain. Yeah. Like you too fucking late for that, fella. Soz. Soz <laughs> I'm for old that. as balls. Soz for that. I'm getting them same little niggly pains. Right. Little niggly <laughs> pains. Just, just got the same shit. Right. Scary. Oh, uh, what's uh, what's ailing you this week, man? Um, Hashtag. What's ailing you? Oh. Bloody headaches, isn't it? Headaches. Headaches. I feel like I've got some sort of sinus thing going back on. We are not hospitalised for a great deal of time in, uh, let's say, two to three years ago while they drilled holes in your skull for this very issue. And now I feel like it's back. Can you... I don't know if you can hear it, but I, I feel very blocked up in the head. But it's not... Like, it's kind of just me head... I feel nasally, but no, there's no snot. I can fully breathe through Aye. my nose, but there's, I don't know, there's something in there. Some blocking it up. So, yeah. Can, uh, can just, skull grow back? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened. So these holes that they drilled in your skull, could they have closed up? It was just one. One side was blocked. Like, when they showed us a picture of the scan of me brain. Aye. Um, it was like, there should be like two empty holes and there wasn't there was just one uh, so it was a bit uneven mm. so then my operation that I, well weeks before me years before my operation actually every time I go in the doctors he jam this fucking pipe thing up my nose 
and he'd like have a route around and have a look and he'd be like yep still nothing there still no hole to let the shit out of your face to allow a natural drainage so yeah I don't know it was a horrible experience being in the hospital doing that Aye. and uh, the weeks after I had a wrestling on my nose for ages <laughs> I uh, like tape it round my ears and that Aye. and it would leak everywhere oh, <laughs> it's fucking horrible I don't ever recall seeing you with the nose no sling, I, I like, fucking stayed in the house for two weeks I had I awful but yeah awful I've, times. I've got a feeling it's coming back it's coming back coming back coming back but that's it nothing much nothing else healing yeah lack of sleep and slowly like just falling to bits getting older right. but I think everybody's doing that Right. Got a little bit of slight, slight news mm-hmm. on the old uh, Method Man. I always look forward to Method Man updates. I purposely don't ask about them midweek because I save them up for this time right here. Well, um, mostly this week I've been spatial awareness. <laughs> I mean, I've either been like trying to stay out of people's way or be really close and then get like see see how they, f- they feel about it I'm like a social experiment aha uh-huh. like how close is too close before someone moves away <laughs> do you know when you see actors acting and they're really close to each other and I think it's really strange like uh, I'm never that close to anyone not, I always not. take a step back um, so I've been taking two and shouting or taking one closer and whispering. <laughs> so, basically, I'm feeling <laughs> that the step away is better. Right. The better acting. Step away and raise your volume greatly. Step away and raise the volume <laughs> because going closer and whispering just doesn't have the same effect. Like, do you know why? I don't like getting too close to people. Like, I'm a big proponent of breath. Uh-huh. I don't care for breath. Like, I'm very aware of me own. Like, I like to have chewies with us at all times. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say I've got, like, gingivitis on now. I don't know if I've got bad breath. Nobody's ever told us I have. Like, I'm aware that sometimes you get hunger breath and you well, can yeah, taste it in your mouth. But, like... It happens to everybody, uh, but it's just, like... I just don't want to be that close. Like, n- nah. Like, I don't want to smell what you had for dinner. Who wants you know to be that mean? close? I mean, it's weird. Get uh, personal so, space invader. Yeah, that's what I've been working on my personal spaces. Nice, nice. And I and was, I was nearly in Vera. Shut up. In fact, shut up. I'm gonna have to watch the next season in case I'm in Vera. <laughs> and what? Why have so, you done this before now? Yesterday, <laughs> I was. I had my nephew out, and we were. Uh, Anyway, it was a long oh, day. Nearly getting Vera. It was a, it was a fucking long day, right? It was shit. We had to get a new phone. We were in the Apple shop with an AE, and my phone's broke. And uh, it was a, anyway, it was a nightmare. Oh, this is a story. We had to get a new phone. My phone was broke. So, I was in that, and I was in AE, and now all of a sudden I'm nearly in Vera. Well, I was I, so on the way home, like got the car and stuff, start driving, and I was like. Oh, what are all these people looking at? Nah, can it be? There was a film crew filming 
Vera and some other person oh walking God. along the quayside. Holy and I was fuck. like, oh my God. <laughs> oh no. I try <laughs> you cannot explain to like a four year old. No. Um, this is my life ambition to be an extra in this. I'm just going to pull over here and when he just wants to get the fuck out because he's been sitting in an AA shop for four hours getting a new phone, scribbling on a pad with his pen. So, um, yeah, so potentially I'm in. I'm, my car drives past Vera while she's mooching down. No fucking so way. So I might be in. No not, way. I, I wasn't... Fully in the shot. I don't know if they'll reshoot it or whatever, but I seen Vera, the lady Vera, right. and the film crew and the cameras. I seen them, and, holy, and I drove past them. Holy fuck! This so, whole time we've been banging on about how your life ambition is to be an extra in Vera, and all of a sudden on a random fucking day in the middle of August, just, you just drove past Vera shooting a scene on the keyside. Shooting a scene. Holy shit! That means we'll have to series link the entire next series of Vera and then dissect each and every episode looking for your car driving past. Uh, I'll, I'm in. I'll, I'm quite happy to watch that. Holy and I'll, shit. And I know the scene. I mean, obviously, just walking under the time bridge. And being a method man, you you know a scene when you see one. I know, you know what I mean? I know of you can read. You can many, read the intricacies of a scene. How many people does it take to film Vera, for fuck's sake? There was bloody loads, loads of them. Loads of them, man. Loads of them, bloody loads of them, and I didn't know who was part of the crew or who was like just standing watching. Weird, filming during the day, but I she was mooching around with a little canny hat on a long barber jacket or whatever she's got. So I potentially I was in Vera for a second. Holy shit! We'll get to episode 99 and it's happened. It's starting to happen. The universe is listening. That's it. The universe is lining up. It's starting to just put the wheels in motion. All of a sudden, one day you're talking about it. The next day, is he? Isn't he? Oh, my God. He Right now, you are the Schrodinger's cat of the extras in Vera. <laughs> At this morning time, before we can observe it, you are both... You are in Vera... And you are also not in Vera <laughs> at the same damn time. You are. I have got the scratch us. card and I haven't scratched it yet, so I am exactly that. Both millionaire and skint. You and are two pound down. Schrodinger's extra is what you are right now. So yeah, I'm feeling holy shit. That's how I'm feeling. Also, right I come on, I mean, you didn't even have to get an agency or anything. No. You just didn't even register anyone. Just drove past. Just the drove past, and you're in it. I seriously hope you're in it. Uh, that would make my fucking day if you're in it. If, I, if, if I'm, I'm in it, I'm going to... She's like, oh, well, Petty's obviously dead. Somebody's obviously done a murder on him, Pet. And then in the background, I'll say, you can't like, drive past me. <laughs> with your face looking absolutely gobsmacked. Like, holy fuck, am I in Vera? <laughs> I get it weird. Oh, man. Fucking hell. Why? Nothing's happening like that for me yet. Although, although I will, I will say this. I'll let you be in Vera if you just give us five minutes to just wank me on ego off. Same works down the kitchen. There's this lovely woman, lovely woman. I talk to her frequently, and she said to her, she's like, "E, why are you not a stand-up comedian?" I was like, "Oh, everybody, clear the diaries. I'm gonna need ten minutes with this woman. Clear my diary." 
And uh, she just proceeded to just stroke my ego, unprovoked stroke my ego. Unprovoked? Oh, what's she after? I didn't know. I didn't know, but I'm. I she can have it. <laughs> she can have she, it. She wants to move into your office. I think. I she think wants, she needs a promotion. She. Well, I tell you what it is, right? Let's just get into it now because we're fast approaching the hour. Episode one hundred's coming up. We still don't know right. what it's going to be. We need to bounce some ideas around on that. It may take a few days in in. In the work, I, I think. Uh, might take a bit of graft. But, moving forward, let's call episode 1 to 100, season 1. Right? Oh. Season 1, where the you, you got in early, you were like, do I enjoy it, do I not? Do I understand it, do I not? Is this my kind of comedy? Is this my jam? And all of a sudden, by the end of season 1, you're like, the character has established themselves, I get the setting they're in, I know what's going to come. That's where we're at. We're at the end of season one now. Season two, 101 onwards, we've had a business meeting whereby we plan on taking this podcast to the next level by integrating, uh, I'll call it YouTube, but it can be any video streaming service. This podcast will continue to go out on Apple iTunes, it will still be available on the Android, Google Play Store, whatever that's called. But it'll also be available as a video. Uh, we're gonna do the, we're gonna redo the office. We're bringing a third man in. At this time, audio engineer, nice guy Johnny's name is in the frame to become producer Johnny, producer nice guy Johnny. Uh, uh, we're gonna just change this whole layout around get a couple, we'll just use these chairs to start with, but I aim to get a couple of nice gentlemanly wing-backs. Oh. Couple of nice wing-backs. Couple of, couple of mics on boom arms. Then, nice, nice. And then we're just going to do these whole podcasts. That's the aim. There's some money got to be spent. There's some decorating got to be done in here. There's got to be some contracts signed for the producer role. Johnny might not be able to fulfil the role we need him to, but plans are in motion and you're just going to start seeing, instead of little, like, GIFs and that on your news feed, you're going to see, like, clips, clips of comedy gold just on your news feed. Little 30-second snippets just to wet your whistle. That's yeah, the plan. That's exciting. That's the plan for season two. It won't happen straight away. It's not going to be episode 101. We've only just committed to the idea. And to be frank, it's going to cost a, a pretty penny. Uh, and obviously we're not asking for any money that's not what we're telling you this for we'll sort this out but we are going to need new mics there's a there's three broken computers one of which needs to be fixed Um, and obviously there's a there's a lot of the intricacies that go with it like the camera work linking all the audio the video to the fucking audacity all of that jazz all that needs done so that's that's what we wanted to share that's the news season season two coming up expect expect us expect us we'll so, be there we'll be there every week every damn week this time though and I'll be able to sit here wearing red comfortable tracky bottoms with a just a, a top that I found lying on the floor in the bedroom you know what I mean we're gonna have to start making an effort Ugh. you know what I mean kind of just wear caps and sunglasses caps at and all sunglasses to stop me face looking Old. It's gonna start uh, whoring myself out for sponsorship. I'm gonna start wearing full like Red Bull trackies, <laughs> Monster Energy caps. 
That's the angle. I'm going to get a sponsorship ah. with Monster Energy because they're no. going to listen back to that podcast when I told the story about that time I drank loads of Monster Ripper and just wet dreamed all over myself for like uh. two weeks solid. <laughs> they're going to listen to that and be like, this guy, guy is the ambassador we need. That's this him. is the ambassador we need. Tell them, tell them how powerfully you came all over your own stomach on Monster Ripper. And Squarespace. Obviously Squarespace and uh, Amazon. Casper Mattresses. Casper Mattresses, Amazon, Squarespace. <laughs> and, all uh, them good podcast people. All, all them people who just haul the sell out on non-podcasts. Have you got anything else you want to talk about this week, Liam? Uh, no, not a lot. Uh, no, not, not much going on. I'm going to leave you with this. Today, a friend I've had for many, many years left work and there is a sadness in me there is a sadness because me and this friend shared a lot of good times we held each other together in the difficult times she became a very close friend and I believe I became a close friend to her and now she's off to pastures new and there is a sadness in me so not every day is sunshine and rainbows not every day is sunshine and rainbows you know what I mean Sometimes there's a sadness. I wish her well. I don't know if she listens to this podcast. I, I, I just wish her well. I, I bow me head. I'm bowing at you right bow now. At her. Wish her well on our journey. Um, it's just an overwhelming sadness of uh, the end of a journey. I mean, we're still going to remain friends. I don't doubt that. But to not see somebody every day and not have that person to be like, fucking hell, this is awful. Like, this has gone wrong. That's gone wrong. You know what I mean? Somebody like, not having that close bond there. So uh, it's a sad, makes, it, makes it easier sometimes. It does. It, it's and I suppose the takeaway that I want everybody to to go away with is just appreciate each other, just be nice to each other. We're all in this crazy fucking game together, and the the vast majority of us have gone in at level one, and level one is the dog shit level. Nobody's got any superpowers. Nobody's got a, Nobody's leveled up. Nobody's attributes as decent. All it is is we sit there while everybody else who's also playing the game just essentially makes life difficult for people. And you've just got to rely on each other. And you've got to lean on each other. And you've got to get each other through the day. Because there's a lot to be said for even just one laugh or one smile and how much difference that can make in a day. Appreciate each other. Appreciate your friends. And just be nice to each other. Very good. Well said. That's all I want to. That's that's the tear we are. Oh, that was lovely. Well, I think there's been a couple of very deep, couple of very deep moments in this podcast. Perfect, I think, as we approach Event Horizon episode 100, whatever the fuck that may be. I've reached out to Coxie on Twitter, so if he'll drop by, <laughs> still heard <laughs> out. <laughs> it's playing hard to get. Hey. It's playing hard to get. I always get me man, Coxie. I always get me man. You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> I don't care if you've got two million Twitter followers. You'll see me. You'll see me. Coxie, lad. Coxie, lad. Coxie. Um, Liam, anything else? No, no. Usual. Housekeeping stuff. Housekeeping. We are available on all the social networks. Twitter, at Happy Accident PC. Facebook page, search the Happy Accident Podcast. Instagram, search the Happy Accident Podcast. If you'd be so kind and you'd like to join the ranks, the elite, the beautiful bastards... 
the 32 people who left five star reviews for the Happy Accident Podcast. We've been at 32 for a while now, Liam. I think we need uh, I think we need that push. If you're out there and you've got to one hour and eight minutes of episode 99 of the Happy Accident Podcast, would you tune in every single Friday because it's the best podcast in the world probably and you haven't yet left a review? Please, I implore you, sir or madame, go on your phone, Apple Podcasts app, just if you haven't got a podcast, then this message isn't for you. Apple Podcasts up, search the Happy Accident Podcast. There it is, green box, two faces, the Happy Accident Podcast written on it. Click on it, about two inches down the screen, there's a little system just to leave a review. Click five stars, you don't even have to write anything if you don't want. If you want to do what that lovely woman in the kitchen did and just stroke my ego like it's a big, throbbing, healthy cock, just write the niceness. <sighs> write that niceness and I'll read it and I'll read it before I go to bed and I'll read it before I get in the shower and I'll read it when I'm in business meetings and I shall be talking about the fucking profitability of the company I work for I'm reading your reviews <laughs> so <laughs> join the ranks join the ranks and until next time boys and girls be nice to each other love each other if you've got friends let them know give them a smile tell them you appreciate them and until next time Liz. Sure.